0: welcome to the provost perspective my name is patrick this podcast is dedicated to the opinions thoughts and experiences of my wife carolyn and i's journey through marriage children and life as a whole while the topics we discuss may be varied we'll do our best to orbit around marriage relationships love and family welcome again and we hope you enjoy Alrighty then, so uh, this evening, uh, by the way, happy week everybody, I hope you're, I you're know it's a, a little bit late for this episode, but hi, welcome anyway, um, so I wanted this one to be, it's a bit of a continuation of the conversation we were having earlier, okay. um, so I had some free time today, which is rare, but I had some, so I took the opportunity to read a little bit of a book, one of the ones that you bought me um, on Kindle, I just hadn't had the ability to crack open yet, and it's... Um, How to Make Shit Happen by Sean Whalen. Oh, uh yep. Um, So I was reading that and it kind of triggered a thought in me of something we talk about a lot and I don't think we ever really emphasize the importance of, right? Um, And so the title of this episode, probably, maybe, I don't know. I always change it whenever I go to post it. But uh, what I'm looking at is start with yourself, Yes. right? Um, One of the things that he talks about, and I, I think I've made a post on my Instagram about it, is... Um, there's only one thing and only one thing that you can control and that is you. And I've had this conversation with you. I've had this conversation with the kids about, you know, how you, um, you can't choose the things that happen to you in your life. You can only choose the way that you react to the things that happen in your life. Right. Um, and starting with yourself is a good way to like try to put things into a mindset specifically in this case, relationships, right? Um, we hear a lot of people talk about how I just can't find the right man, I can't find the right girl, uh, I keep attracting these negative people in my life, I keep attracting all the crazies, I'm a magnet for crazy, yada, 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 whatever stupid word you want to say, right, that, that gives you um, an answer. And I, my response to them is always the same thing, right? And I think your response to them is very much similar, if not the exact same thing, which is fix yourself, right? Right. You're going to be surrounded by people. Uh, Surround yourself with the people that you want to be like in your life, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, If you're not happy with who you're attracting, um, change yourself, right? Uh, Go to the gym, eat healthy, put yourself in the environment where the people you want in your life are, right? Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Um, So, and I'm I'm sure you're going to go on a tangent too, because you you have a, a, a bit of a look about your face, but... You know, that's the um, that was my thought for this this week's episode. Is let's talk about starting with yourself and the importance of taking care of number uno, right? Uh, One of our friends, he's got his funny thing that he does on his uh, Twitch channel, which is a simp for self care, right? Uh, Which simp is a stupid word, but it it makes a good point and it's a valid point. Um, And one, I wish sometimes he would take a little bit more to heart, but uh, it really is about taking care of yourself first right Uh, and being the best version of you because you're going to attract the best versions of other people so Mm -hmm. what do you think what you got
1: okay so i guess for me it hits closer to home because i feel like i'm still in it because i had to learn this lesson um and i feel like i had to learn it kind of hard uh and i didn't realize i Really had this issue, I guess, until I started going to therapy and when you started pointing things out. Um, Because for me, when whenever, anytime something went wrong for me or anytime it was always the world's out to get me, or this is happening because of this person or that person or this life situation instead of me realizing that a lot of it I had control over, um, and I had a hard time with. Mentally and emotionally, having personal responsibility. I don't know if that makes any sense. So, um,
0: I, not, not to interrupt interrupt you because I know your mm-hmm. uh, train of thought gets through real quickly. Very um, quickly. <laughs> but like you're saying that these things you had issues with. Like, what specifically do you mean? Like, you're you couldn't perceive that you had control of these things, or
1: right? I I couldn't piece together that having emotional control yeah. and controlling my own emotions and the way that I thought about things and the way that I reacted to things. I wasn't putting two and two together that even though this situation is happening, I have control over myself. And that was a difficult road for me. Um, And now it's typically about 90% of the time whenever something bad happens I try to stop. I do my counting. I have some deep breath exercises I do. And then I remind myself, okay, it's probably not as bad as I think. And what can I do to make it better? And then I can go through the process of, okay, where did I go wrong before I make an assumption that an outside source is to yeah. blame?
0: Well, I don't, excuse me. I don't, I don't think you're, you're a me to that either, right? Like mm-hmm. I'm, that's definitely something that I, I deal with too, right?
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so for me, a lot of the time I think of, oh, okay, I need road rage, for example, right? <laughs> Before I would be like, "Oh my God, that dude's an asshole," and I would go off and I get really mad, mm-hmm. right? And I gave that person power, real estate, right, in my yeah. head, in my life, in that moment. And I would think about it for hours. It's doing it like that dude's such a prick. He did da 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 da. Right? Rent free. Instead of realizing, yeah. no, like, yeah, he drives like an asshole, but I'm choosing to react this way. I'm right. choosing to let this person hold that emotional control over me. Yep. Right, and I think that understanding, to borrow from Ryan Mickler, that you have sovereignty in and of yourself, right, yes. and things that you do that you have control over for you, um, and you shouldn't give somebody else that power ever, right, to have that control, and it's exercising that bit of stoicism, that bit of control, super important in relationships and super important in uh, parenting. And I, the more and more that I've learned about this stuff, the more and more I've tried to imply uh, apply it to my life and become a better dad and become a better father, become a better husband. Um, it's, uh, you know, an arbitrary example. So let's say you do something, right, that annoys the shit out of me. I can either, A, dwell on it all day, right, or I can just say, you know what, it's water under the bridge and not let that negative thought that negative emotion turn
1: into something sit more. in something mm-hmm.
0: Th- there's two ways you can react it react with it one annoys the shit out of you and one is the one you prefer the one annoys the shit out of you is i literally just ignore it right mm-hmm. and you don't like that you always get mad yep. at me you're like you should tell me what you're feeling like what's why you so <laughs> sad. and then the other one is uh
1: i don't like the voice you gave me
0: that i address it <laughs> sorry <I> just... <laughs> no but like um the other one is you address it you bring it up in conversation yes. right Problem is, is I'm not a fan of...
1: Confrontation?
0: No, it's not that. I don't mind confrontation. It's, it's frivolous conversation, right? Mm-hmm. If we're going to have a conversation, but the end of the conversation is going to be, well, sorry, but it is what it is, right? There's, it would have been wasted time and wasted effort to bring it up in conversation just to simply air my dirty laundry, right? Like,
1: Not necessarily, though. I mean, I know you see it that way a lot of the time, but... There's plenty of things that I can get over this in just a couple of hours and I'll be fine. But at the end of the day, if I don't know that that was a problem, I'm going to repeat that behavior or I'm more likely to versus if we do have that frivolous conversation and bring it up, well, it is what it is for now, but now I know better for next
0: time. Yeah, but you do have to be cautious with that too, because there's some people who take that to the extreme, sure? right? With, of, uh, you don't, I don't, you don't like that or I don't like you doing that. So I'm going to ask you to change it. And the first thing is a small thing, it doesn't matter, right? Mm -hmm. But then the next thing is another small thing, and the next thing is another small small thing. And then then eventually you're Mm -hmm. changing who you are and how you interact with the world based on a single person's preferences instead of being genuine, Mm -hmm. right? So I get the argument of you want to air some grievances, but there's also some shit that's just little shit and you need to let it go, right? Like, for example, I don't like the way you arrange a kitchen. I don't like it. I don't like the way you organize it. I don't like the way you set anything up.
1: Yeah, well, you don't cook, so... But
0: I also know that I don't spend a lot of time in the kitchen, so regardless of how much time it annoys me, right? You'll be all right. I adapt to it, because be. in the big scheme of things, it's not that big a deal. So right. it's not worth the conversation, it's not worth the fight. Now, we have a good dynamic in the fact that I tease you about some shit, and then you tease me about some other shit, and we you're have gonna a good You're going to walk in, and you're going to
1: find labels on spoons if you keep it
0: up. I, I know. That's why I haven't <laughs> bought you batteries for your label maker. I oh, um,
1: no.
0: <laughs> But, like, you know, the idea, you know, the premise of the idea to bring it back is you choose your reaction, right? You can't choose the effect, right? I can't change the fact that when my kids were babies, they shit their pants and I didn't like it, right? But I could change the way that I reacted to it Mm -hmm. because anybody who really studies developmental psychology knows if you have, as a parent, have a negative reaction to a child doing something, they don't understand the source of the negative right. reaction. All they, I, they equate the action to the negative reaction. Right. And none of the processes that happen behind the scenes for the, the big human. Right. Mm-hmm. So instead they equate much like a dog would. I shit my pants. My mom's going to be mad. And now there's a fear association right. with that. Right. So, and that leads to them hiding it and it makes it difficult to potty train them. Yada, 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 whatever the, the, the escalation down the, the force goes the same type of, primitive brain structure exists in relationships too right like if i come home every single day and this is something that michael talked to us about right if i come yep. home every single day and the first thing that happens to me when i come home is i get you bombarded. you got bombarded with the venting and get bombarded with the kids screaming and you know, there's just chaos when i come in the house i'm gonna build anxiety about coming home and i'm gonna be less inclined to come home it's not inviting to be home mm-hmm. right same thing just the other day. If I come home and I'm just a raging asshole because I'm still emotional from work or whatever, you're going to start building a negative connection with me coming home, right? And as humans, selfish humans, majority of the time, we don't think of that, right? We don't think of like, especially for me, like I didn't. Um, I didn't think of that. I thought of coming home and me venting and releasing stream like that was a coping mechanism a way for me to be in my safe place, right? My safe space, which is home um but i wasn't willing to I, but i wasn't prepared to get it the other way when i right. came home and you were having a, a mess of day because you know one kid threw on threw up in the bathroom while the other one is smearing species on the wall and somebody else drew on the dog with a crayon you know what i mean
1: this has all happened
0: like just like <laughs> the whole house, the bottom drops out in the last 15 minutes prior to me coming home. Right. right? And you're like, I had everything perfect. Why the fuck? You know, yeah. so you get frustrated and you get way up in your, in your feelings. And I come into that. Right. So nobody's coming into a positive space. Mm-hmm. So we concocted with the help of, of Mike, uh, the
1: worst therapist ever,
0: worst therapist ever, the <laughs> the safe zone, right? Yes. So 45, anywhere between 15 to 45 minutes, prior to one person coming home to 15 to 45 minutes after that person comes home right so for me it'd be me coming home because you work from the you work from home as a parent Mm -hmm. and but if the tables were turned it would be the same way like i'd be the one at home Uh, you have to set that moment that you have to set the time okay look dad's coming home he's got this he's got that he's got you know everybody's going to be calm everybody go play with your toys be quiet right make the house inviting and then after I come home, maintain that environment for 15 minutes, whatever works for the individual, right? And then once that is good and clear. Now, I don't necessarily care so much about the silent home when I come home, right? Like, for me, I like it. I like it when I come home and the kids come running out of the hallways and they're like, yeah.
1: Dad,
0: right? And well, it's, it's super hard to be silent
1: me. with four children.
0: It really is. <laughs> um... But it's that understand, it's coming from not a place of selfishness, right? Because you need the support. When I come home, you're looking for reinforcements. You're looking for somebody to help take care of the six-year-old and somebody to help take the dog out and, you know, like do all of the home things that I do when I'm home.
1: Like you're, as he put it, you know, I mean, you're coming home from work, but I just spent eight, nine, ten hours by myself with four children. <laughs> so. You know, yes. it's you're trying to really stress. I'm trying to really stress. Right.
0: So it's it's, it's mm-hmm. negotiating that ground to figure right. out what that balance is. And that all comes from a place of, yes, I need to take care of me. But the best way to take care of me is to take care of the people around me. Right. So it's mm-hmm. it's self-care through acts of service, I guess, mm-hmm. if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Right. I know that I need my time right? I need my time to sit. I need my time to veg. I need my time to meditate. I need my time to read. I need my time to whatever, right? But I also have to understand that you need that time too. So sometimes it's my job to take, well, to you, force you to take the time. (laughs) Excuse me. And then for me, it's, you know, remembering to take the time, just like you have to do the same thing, right? You, you know, you can you can pretty much tell at this point when I'm having one of those days and I just mm-hmm. need the space, and the kids do too. Because um, most days, okay, I'm I'm all about it. I'm in the fight. I'm in the game. Blah blah blah. And then occasionally I have those days where it just gets a bit much. Stress is high, and now it's okay. Now I need time to reset. I could manage that better, and it is something I'm actively working on: is managing that that little bit of time better, mm-hmm. right? But to bring it back to the topic of the conversation or circle it back to the topic of the conversation, this all starts with starting with yourself, right? Understanding that you're not gonna be perfect, that there are gonna be problems with you and you can't expect from others what you're not willing to do for yourself, Absolutely. right? I can't expect you to understand what I need until I understand what I need, right? And that takes some introspection, it takes some thought, it takes some deliberateness, right? Uh, one of the big major things that he brings up in the book, this John Whalen, uh, How to Make Shit Done, and it's what inspired this conversation today, is, or How to Make Shit Happen, is the idea that you, you are living your life through a source of control. And not control as in I'm an utter tyrant to every single event that happens in my life, but controlling the one thing and only thing that you really do have control over, and that's you, right? you don't like the way you are physically, fix it, change it, Mm -hmm. right? And it's a pretty easy thing to do. We have Google now, right? Or whatever search engine you prefer, but we have unlimited access to all kinds of information. Go find something that works for you and do it and Mm -hmm. do it religiously and do it consistently, right? That works for working out. It works for eating healthier. It works for relationships. It works for, you know, and you have technology in your pocket use that too. You know, if you need to set a reminder to, Hey, tell your wife, you love her, uh, Hey, it's your anniversary. Hey, it's whatever. Um, you know, he says you should be deliberate in everything you do. Yes. Um, right. Have a plan, have, uh, a plan for tomorrow before today is done and have a plan for the day after preferably today, if not tomorrow. Right. So looking forward and it's small things, right? Like what is the one thing I want to get accomplished at work tomorrow? it on the list once it's done you've done it check it off the list right now you have space for something else to do and you're looking forward to try to push yourself further right and make stuff happen and literally make shit happen right? right um and that exists in your relationships too and i almost think it's more important in your relationships than it is in your business world because the relationships that you develop with your kids as they're growing up and your wife or husband along the way are ones that will carry you through the times when everything's dark and really shitty and because it's not perfect it's not easy and life sucks sometimes right and hopefully you've done the work ahead of time to make sure that you have the structure around your relationship to withstand those storms that are going to come through you know self-care is a hard one and it's it's a lot of people, some, some people think about it and they go, Oh, that's really selfish. You only really care about you. No, I'm really only concerned with what I can do. Right. Mm-hmm. Because once I've gotten myself where I need to be, or I'm on that track, it frees me up the time and energy to be able to help somebody else. Right. right. In this case, it's my kids and my wife, but in the business world, it works the same way. Right. Yes. Um, yeah. Start with yourself and, and focus on what it is you want to grow and you'll attract the people you want to attract in your life.
1: Well, personal responsibility seems to be something that has fallen to the wayside in the last few years or yeah. so. Um, kids nowadays have not been taught that they need to take personal responsibility because somebody else is always going to do it for them. Um, I, don't, I don't
0: want to say it's just kids, though, because no, there's, there's a lot of adults now who yes, are...
1: and they're the from, ones that have... Raised him, I From suppose
0: your generation and my generation and hell, even my dad's generation. And that's
1: the point I'm getting at is it's just not taught anymore. Yeah. Um, not as often as I think it should be. Um. So you end up with adults who don't understand why people aren't waiting on them or they're not being given things or it's just so easy to pass the blame when something happens. Yeah. Um, and that really causes a problem inside relationships, not just spousal relationships, but friendships as well, or work relationships. Something goes south, something goes wrong, uh, you hit a rock in the road, and all of a sudden, it's the blame game instead of, hold on, what did I do to mess this up? Did I make sure I did everything properly? What can I do to fix it? You know,
0: well, one of the points that he brings up, which I think is important here, especially since you're talking about parents, right? Mm-hmm. Um, or prior relationships, this exists too, right? Yep. How many people out there are harboring ill will and ill feelings towards their siblings, towards their parents, mm-hmm. towards their old exes, right? Mm-hmm. You're allowing those people to live in your life for free every single yep. day, right? Um, why? I-, I guarantee you the vast majority of them don't even think about you anymore, right? And Definitely not in the way that they used to. So what? Like, I, I would, I don't want to make, I don't want to throw this challenge because somebody's probably going to come check my block, but (laughs) I didn't. it wasn't exactly fucking rose petals growing up. Right. Mm -hmm. But years ago, I just, I let it all go. I just Mm -hmm. gave up on it. I was like, you know what? I don't know these people anymore. The, the environment that I'm angry about doesn't exist in my life anymore. Mm -hmm. Why am I still mad about this? Right. Yep. Why am I still holding on to these feelings? It's affecting me. It's affecting my decision-making. It's affecting the way that I perform every single day. It's, it's allowing this negative space in my head that right. could be utilized more productively somewhere else. Um, but the control to the reaction, I think, is the important piece here. Well, at least the important piece that I got out of the book today, right? Yeah. Because it is something I noticed that I do a bit when it comes to the kids is they will do something. Mm -hmm. And then I will choose to react negatively to what it is they're doing. Instead of, hey, can you not do that? And here's why. Mm -hmm. Or you shouldn't do that. And here's why. And explain to them why that decision makes. Now, obviously it's situationally dependent, right? My kid's about to put his hand in a fucking fire, right? His limb, (laughs) or eyesight is a bit more important. But if they're doing things that just generally annoy me, right? I'm choosing to be annoyed Mm -hmm. by those things. I can choose to not be annoyed by them, right? Yeah. Now, I understand that the emotion is valid, and the reason, right. whatever reasoning I may have, may be valid. But I'm choosing to have that negative reaction, and it's just right. building. It's reinforcing negative behaviors, or you know what I mean. It's there's a time and a place for versus.
1: all reactions, and if you're going to give power to negative ones, it better be worth it.
0: Well, so if you're going to give power to negative ones, what you're doing is you're breeding a an environment. Yeah. That allows negativity. And some of this sounds like super hippy-dippy, but it's not. It's just basic <laughs> psychology stuff, right? Yeah. Now, I'm not saying that there isn't a time when to get his ass whooped, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not saying there isn't a time when it's it, time to get serious, right? Yeah. But it shouldn't be your default reaction. And a lot Correct. of parents have that default negative reaction of yep. you're being an asshole, stop being an asshole. Yep. Instead of, hey, stop that come here and
1: then let's talk and about it. let's talk about mm-hmm. it let me
0: let me explain to you
1: yep.
0: why i why you shouldn't do this why it's a bad thing right it's, it's like it. so many people so many parents teach their kids how to brush their teeth
1: yeah
0: how many parents out there ex- how many parents out there explain to their children what brushing why their teeth important. does and mm-hmm. why it's important yep. not that many and the problem is is and You know and i'm probably gonna run a little bit of tangent here about brushing your teeth but so much of your (laughs) immune health is generated around your mouth it's ridiculous yes so ridiculous people Mm -hmm. with poor dental hygiene their health is directly and adversely affected by their inability to maintain their teeth absolutely so it seems simple and it seems trivial because hey everybody's been told since you were a kid you gotta brush your teeth right twice a day every day
1: but if you don't tell them why they don't put right. in the same effort. They don't put in the same.
0: Now they're doing it because they don't want to get in trouble or right. they're now they're just doing it. They're brushing they their teeth, yeah. but they're not yeah. really brushing their teeth mm-hmm. because, Hey, this is something I have to do. And we've seen it. Once I sat them down and I explained to them, okay, this is what happens when you don't brush your teeth. And this is why it's important to you. And this is how it affects you. Now, all of a sudden, my older two, especially are very adamant about brushing the teeth and doing it well. Yes. Right. Um, the younger two, not quite there yet. We're, we're working on it, but You know, I find the opportunity, if I can take an opportunity to educate Mm -hmm. them about something, one, it teaches them something. And I'm using, you know, the tool of education as a way to counteract what my normal, you know, um, my initial instinct is, which is to create a kind of authoritarian um, negative bit of environment. That's just what I've been conditioned to do, both from my time in the military and, you know, from my own upbringing. Right. Mm-hmm. It was there was never a reason it was cause I fucking told you to. Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't want to have that relationship. I want my kids to, to be okay with questioning things and questioning authority and thinking and talking. So yeah, that it
1: kind of comes back to that whole, the, uh, teach a man how to fish analogy. Yeah. Um, when you're doing things for other people, um, instead of teaching them how to do it for themselves, It's kind of giving them a disservice. And that comes into the explanation part of it, too. Um, If you're going to tell somebody they need to do something, they need to know why. Otherwise, they're not going to put in the same effort. And they're not going to have the same determination behind it.
0: Yeah.
1: Or the same will or, you know, drive to do anything. Because they don't understand why.
0: I guess dragging that into today's conversation is a great analogy. Is that, you know, we're we're not telling you you have to take care of yourself first because it's the selfish thing to do. It's the righteous thing to do. It's because it's necessary. It's necessary. If you take care of yourself, right. And Mm -hmm. you're in good health and you're in good spirits and you're thinking positively about yourself and your life and how it's going, it frees you up to be able to pass that on to somebody else and teach somebody else. Right. If I wake up every day and I'm just a miserable cunt of a person, (laughs) right is that going to be a good breeding ground for us to have a positive and healthy relationship? No. Not even close. Is it going to give us a good, is it going give, give me a good role model for the kids so we can have a positive and healthy relationship mm-hmm. with them? No, they're going to be that 16 year old kid. Who's the only thing they want to do is fucking leave the house. And they never want anything to do with me because dad's right. a grumpy old bastard. Right. Right. Whereas if I, if I start my day off on a positive note and I, and I exercise, and I take care of myself physically, and I eat healthy, and I am thinking positively, and I'm looking into a growth mindset of what kind of person I want to be tomorrow, I'm teaching them by example that you should be looking forward, and leaning forward, and trying to improve yourself, but it also gives me the the positive mindset to be able to remove the adult pressures from myself on occasion, mm-hmm. and get down to their level and be like, hey, look, what was it like for a six-year-old when he was trying to, When I was, what was it like for me when I was six years old and I was trying to learn how to do this stuff, right? If I can put myself in their mindset, then I can coach them more. If I'm in a negative mind space all the time, right, and I'm stressed and I'm freaking out and I'm all over the place and I'm ruled by chaos, I'm never going to have the time and space to be able to serve them well, you know, or serve you well. Because uh, as, a, as a husband and a dad, that's what I'm in. I'm in the, I'm in the service industry, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I need to be able to show up the best way that I can in that. Um, yeah. And mm-hmm. again, that's the whole relationship piece is, is start. St- if, you're, if you don't like where your relationship's at, you don't like where your family dynamics start are at, start with yourself. You don't like where your work stuff is at. Like, mm-hmm. You start with yourself, right? Yes. What is it you can control? Fix the things that you think you have control over. Think of a situation when things went to total dog shit and go, where along this way could I have changed Mm -hmm. the outcome? And then retain that lesson and improve it, right? Mm -hmm. Did you miss something because you were so caught up thinking six miles ahead that you weren't present where you're at? And if that's the case, then fix being present, right? And some of that takes some mind conditioning stuff. Some of the woo-woo shit, like...
1: <clears throat> the woo-woo shit. <laughs> like
0: meditations and, you know, taking nature walks. But believe it or not, it's crazy. Like, there's enough scientific studies out there to back up yeah. meditation and hiking and walking out in nature that it recenters human psyches for some reason. Mm-hmm. And I don't... It's probably something primordial, but Yeah. Crazy. And not,
1: to, not to touch on a future topic, because uh, we will get to that one, but... Um... It's, again, like with with marriage and spouses and significant others, it's like when when you're done with a relationship and you get divorced, if you don't take that time to get yourself right again, to do the homework of what went wrong, where did I fail, how do I fix it, work through your emotional baggage and get yourself back on the right track, you are not in a good position for yourself or your future spouse so jumping out there into another relationship before you are mentally healed or emotionally emotionally healed it's it's not good so taking that personal responsibility and reflecting on yourself is important in so many facets and I think that's why a lot of people end up in some emotional turmoil in some of these marriages and they end so early because they didn't fix themselves first. Too. Yeah.
0: Well, it doesn't even, it doesn't even start and stop with marriages either. I think, mm-hmm. you know, divorce is a big thing, but I think even in breakups and other relationships, right? Oh, people will be in a relationship and won't realize how it's negatively affecting them until they get into the next relationship. And now they're carrying baggage of From two, three, four, five relationships into their current relationship and wondering why they can't find one that works yeah. is because you never got over, why. you never got over the last four. Right, you, you've you put your heart and soul into a relationship and let that, you know, and when it didn't work out, you you drag that fucking hurt and that angst and that baggage into the next relationship and you get to a point where you don't understand what went wrong, so mm-hmm. you can't fix it for the next one. So the right person's gonna come into your life and you're gonna you're shit gonna the fucking bed, yep. because you don't know what you're doing wrong and you won't know what you're doing wrong until you take the time. To to learn the lesson and fix yourself, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, I guess coming all the way back to it, it's like, it's really is like everything in your world should start with With you, you. right? Yep. Seems super cliche, but if you're looking for change in the world, you should start with the man in the mirror, right?
1: Yep. Thank you,
0: Jackson. (laughs) It really (laughs) is the truth though, right? You're not happy with society. You're not happy with life. You're not happy with what's going on around you. Take a look in the mirror and go. Yep what are the things I can control today, Mm -hmm. right now, that I can start to make myself be the example that I want the rest of the world to follow? Yep. And if you've done your homework and you've done right, you'd be amazed at how quickly people start following you. Yep. They really, really do.
1: Brad's. All
0: right. Anything else, lover?
1: No, I think we're good.
0: Okay. Well, everybody, thanks for coming this week. Uh, We'll see you guys next week. Uh, I've got this scheduled out now so we should have it in a schedule now should be good to go no more uh, late weekend late weeks or uh, bad bad scheduling so we hopefully we're getting a, ahead of this fall game now moving forward but thanks everybody for sticking it out and we'll see you guys next week bye. bye thanks for listening we hope you enjoyed this episode if you did please feel free to reach out on Instagram or Facebook we'd love to hear your feedback or suggestions on our next topic see you next week